Welcome to the NBA Morning Deuce. NBA Finals Game 4 reaction. Not quite the result. Everyone, well, not everyone, Lakers fans were probably hoping for it, but God, we wanted that. We wanted that 2-2. We wanted that 2-2, and it was close. Lakers end up winning 102-96, take a 3-1 lead, which is not impossible as we've learned in the bubble. And LeBron James knows it's not impossible. So anything can happen in the bubble. We will get to that in a second. Right off the bat, have to address something that you pointed out to me that I did not address at the end of the show yesterday as I said I would. I told You said if Tyler Hero hits a buzzer-beating game winner in Game 7 of the NBA Finals, I have to get Tyler Hero's tattoo. I said I would make a decision by the end of yesterday's episode. I did not. But I thought about it today. And I made a decision. I will get a tattoo. I will get a version of the Tyler Hero tattoo. And the reason why I'll get a version of it is because, like I said, I have a hairy chest. And I don't want to have to (laughs) shave my chest for the rest of my life to to have a tattoo look good. I wanted a tattoo for a long time. I've never had anything that I... I've made tattoo bets. I made one with you. I made one with you. Do you remember that? No, when I don't. When we were at that. CBS, I made a Joel Embiid tattoo with you. Like if he, uh, it was something like in his first year, if he had a fifty-point game, I had to get a tattoo of his face on my like inner like bicep. It was something. I do, yeah, okay. It was I do some crazy. That. We had a lot of Joel Embiid bets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was some crazy bet that I that we did, and I even went live on the show I was producing at the time and announced the bet, so it was real. And then, the last bet I made was when I was at CBS, I, Danny Cannell and I made, put it out on his Twitter. We were doing a St. Jude telethon to raise money for St. Jude. And it was something like if we raised X amount of dollars, Danny and I would both get an SEC tattoo, which for me, doesn't matter because no one knows who I am. But for Danny, he's a big deal because he's an ACC guy and all. We didn't raise the money. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so now we'll see. Maybe the Heat come back. From 3-1, and Tyler Hero hits a game-winning buzzer beater, and I get a Tyler Hero tattoo. Maybe what I'll do is... His face? Well, no. Maybe I will get, like, his torso with that tattoo somewhere on me. That's pretty good. Okay, yep. (laughs) Get Tyler Hero's torso (laughs) tattooed on me with the Tyler Hero tattoo. Although, I don't know if, like, getting a a white guy tattooed on a white guy will look good. Like, I don't know if getting a white guy tattooed on anybody looks good, but I just don't know, like... Um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, the, he's much the, the more concept tan- locked in. Yeah, he's much more tan than I am, so it'll probably look fine. Um, by the way, I don't know if you, I don't know if you knew this, um, and we'll get into the game in a second. But I, I don't know if you know this, Alex. But this Justin, a hero is more than a sandwich. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you were aware <laughs> that a, he- is, a hero is more than a sandwich. He's used it. Really? Was that the first? Yeah, he used that earlier. I think in the in the first round. Really? Um, yeah. I must have missed it. Wow. Yeah. That blew me away. And that's a T-shirt. Win or lose, I'm making a T-shirt out of that. Maybe that'll merch. be the first merch. First, I mean, first I feel merch? like I feel like High Daddy's got to be first Deuce merch. But hero more than a hero is more than a sandwich is amazing. I love it. Really good. I actually think the heat shop, like the heat shop, has been make. They already made shirts of the snarl. 
I think you make the snarl with above it, this just in, and below it, a hero is more than a sandwich. That's a great yeah, so we Can we get those into production tonight? I mean, th- those, I mean... That, I, I mean, it's such a, my oh, job such an amazing out. shirt. All right, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. Um, Lakers win 102-96. Here's what I'm going to say right now. Assuming, like, look, the Heat can, the, the, nothing, it's not over. Obviously, thing, crazy things happen, especially as we've seen in the bubble. If the Lakers win this series, Anthony Davis re-earned finals MVP in game four. And I'll tell you why. They put him on Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler couldn't do shit. Anthony Davis, Frank Vogel, we, I, we big up, uh, you know, Eric Spolscher when he does great things because he is a Hall of Fame coach. Frank Vogel puts Anthony Davis on Jimmy Butler, and you could just tell Jimmy was back to being uncomfortable, passive Jimmy Butler. And it's just not going to get it. Like, the Heat are undefeated in the playoffs this year when he takes 20 shots and he ended up taking 15 shots. It's not enough. It's not enough from your best player, especially again, when your team is just not shooting the ball well. And I honestly like the difference to me in the game is Jimmy Butler only taking 15 shots because both teams played basically perfect defense. Like, 102-96 102-96 in an NBA game, you both played great defense. LeBron and AD, 50 points on 32 shots. That's good defense. You should win if you hold LeBron and AD to 50 points on 32 shots. You, probably, you should win. Jimmy And Jimmy Butler only takes 15 shots, finishes with 20. Like I said, he can't get 40 every night, but 30. Um. And, and I don't blame that on him tonight. I blame that no, on AD that was, guarding him. AD was so ridiculous tonight. His length, like you said, um, Jimmy Butler seemed like bothered. It just seemed like he was aware of Anthony Davis's length at all times. You know, like mm-hmm. there, he has that classic, you know, he drives to the lane, stops, spins back. That doesn't work against Anthony Davis because of sheer length. So a fantastic move by Frank Vogel. Um, and yet, man, if you're the heat and you hold – AD and LeBron James to 50, that feels like one you got to have, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't stress this enough. As a Heat, Heat fans watching this game, this must have been agonizing because I'd say 90% of this game was between was within five points. I think it was within seven points from, like, the first quarter on to the, the final minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, that was as close of a finals game as I can recall just – just back and forth, back and forth. And the Heat just, they just couldn't make that one push when they needed to. And I got to say, a lot of that, KCP had some huge shots in this game that yeah. uh, that extended that lead back to seven or back to five when the Heat looked like they were about to make their run. Yeah, I, I, so on the opposite end, well, I want to continue. Well, yeah, so let's go there. The other reason that the Lakers pull this one out is KCP 15, Danny Green 10, Markeith Morris 9, Kyle Kuzma 9, Alex Caruso 7. You know, we talk about on the show that if, you know, the Lakers' offense is LeBron and AD, and if they don't go off, both of them every night, they're going to struggle. The role players were great. And you look at the Heat's bench, 
four from Kelly Olynyk, who's been great up until tonight. Obviously, he played less minutes because Bam was back. Kendrick Nunn, who I, I will look at. I, I, will, I actually was thinking about this. Bam and Duncan Robinson had four fouls entering the fourth quarter. So you had to start the fourth quarter with Kendrick Nunn and Kelly Olynyk on the floor. And if you have Kendrick Nunn playing like important minutes in the fourth quarter of the NBA Finals, it's probably not a good thing. And he looked horrible. And he played, he, had, he went two for 11 on the game. You know, I, I love his confidence. I really do. But his confidence is also will crush you in the fourth quarter. I mean, he, he, he was fouling, he was taking bad shots. He just, it, it was tough because again, not having Goran Dragic, but to me, it's the first time I've ever, the first time I'm really questioning Spoh's decision there. Like put in a Godala. You didn't need someone to get you buckets. And that's all Kendrick Perkins is. He's a bucket getter. I mean, Kendrick Nunn. Um, don't drag Swamp Thing into this right now. <laughs> Moose pussy. Um, uh, how many times did I say Kendrick Perkins? Just once? Just the one. Yeah, okay, I was going to jump in, but you caught yourself. Okay, good. But yeah, like in that moment in the fourth quarter, it's just like, man, how after his first foul, get him out. He's clearly... his. When you have irrational confidence, guys like that, they will bring you down because of their irrational confidence it's the good and the bad right so it's just tough How, you know your role players your bench combines for what did i say so bench points well 13 points from the heat's bench 18, 18 yeah. 20 27 from the lakers bench that's it i mean that's huge and not having goron is a big deal but that the the Lakers shooting the ball well from three or decent from three, their their bench guys stepping up and Anthony Davis playing great defense on Jimmy Butler. I mean, that's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I'm actually surprised to see eleven shots from Kendrick Nunn. Like I knew he wasn't playing well and I knew he wasn't shooting well, but like he was forcing stuff. And I'd six much threes too. Have, what's that? And oh, six, 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 th- th- yeah. six threes. It's just not his game much rather some of those shots go out of bio's way or jimmy butler's jimmy butler. way obviously oh he ended up taking 17 shots so. yeah he had 17 and he got to the line seven times still it's just not aggressive enough coming off what we just talked about one of the best games in finals history now nobody's saying he needs to go out and have another all-time game but like with the level of defense that was being played in this game um a more aggressive Jimmy Butler would have been huge for Miami, I think. I, but you see, I bad I, shots. But I dis. But I, that's the thing. Like, that's the 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 Mark Jackson trap. Where you, like he talks about it, so so it starts getting into the ether. Jimmy Butler was aggressive. He was being guarded by the 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 real defensive player of the year, a guy sure. who is one of the best defensive players, if not the best defensive player in the NBA who came out and took the challenge and said, you're not doing it tonight. Like, he was 8 for 17. He was an assist away from a triple-double. You know, the finish with, fi- even... Finished with 22 points, and I, I totally butchered his stats in the beginning of the show. That's my bad. But, like, um, 22 points on 17 shots. But, like, it wasn't that he wasn't aggressive. I think it was just that difficult 
for him to do what he did because Anthony Davis was the primary defender. And in those moments, when your best player can't do what he does, your other guy's got to step up. And Do you think that move to put Anthony Davis on Butler had anything to do with Bam being less than 100%? Or was it just, we have to stop Jimmy Butler coming off that ridiculous game? Um, Bam Bam looked really like Bam looked healthy, maybe not a hundred percent, but um, he I only mean, took eight shots. So I, I don't know what it, that's a guy. I, I couldn't tell you like definitively, but like LeBron guarded Jimmy Butler a lot last game, and Jimmy Butler had forty. So yeah, it, it seems like it was just to frustrate him because you don't have to worry about guarding him at the three point line. Right. If you're <laughs> he's not out there trying to break you down off the dribble and shoot over you, which he's not going to do with AD anyways as much. But like he was just driving around people last game, just going right by people. It's so much harder to drive by a guy whose wingspan's like eight ten. Right. Because even if you get by him, it's, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and it, when we've seen the biggest knock on Jimmy in his game is that he passes up layups so often and in particular when even if like you said even if he gets by anthony davis it he has it in his mind like if i go up he's there so but again jimmy like nine assists 10 rebounds three steals he guy was all over the place i can't fault jimmy butler for not taking enough shots because i I think he would have if he could have you know he's being Mm -hmm. guarded by the Arguably the best defensive player in the NBA. It's tough. And the bench just didn't... The bench did nothing. The bench did nothing. Like, And back to the Lakers' defense. I got to give them almost as much credit on guarding Jimmy Butler for what they did, what they've done to Duncan Robinson. They've made him into a... He had 17. But... How often is he really going to go to the free throw line six times? That's rare, right? Yeah. He, he only took seven. Also, like his three-pointers he had were all like incredible. One was a fall-away bank shot. Uh-huh. You know, they, they're making it so difficult for him. Exactly. So, That's what I'm saying. Like He was lucky to have 17 points. Yeah. yeah and he had, he only, but he only, he, and it was on seven shots. Like one of them was the tech from Caruso, which is, by the way, Alex Caruso, unacceptable. Technical foul in the NBA Finals. Come on, dude, Alex Caruso. Yeah. You don't. It wasn't you are not allowed. Al- <laughs> you are. You are not allowed to complain, Alex Caruso. You have a job because you play on the Lakers with LeBron. You probably are not playing on most other teams, and not that he's not good enough. He just probably wouldn't have gotten an opportunity. He almost get. He got his opportunity with the Lakers almost by default because they just didn't have other players. And he stepped up and he's played great for them. You can't get a technical foul in the NBA Finals. In game four, when everything is on the line, like that's absurd. But that being said, he's one of the guys guarding Duncan Robinson, KCP, Danny Green. I mean, they've put almost as much attention on Duncan Robinson defensively in the series as they have Jimmy Butler. And it's really shown like the way he was shooting the ball tonight, he could have had 25, but they, he just couldn't, again, couldn't get shots. And they're great. There's no space. They're a great three point defensive team. They, they have been all year. They don't let people shoot threes. They run them off the line. But in him in particular, you could just see how much harder they're closing out and how much harder they're making it 
for him to even get the ball. He's working his ass off. And because of that, I'm like, brought this up after last game too. It's like, if he can't even get shots, should he be playing less? Because KCP torched him. So I'm thinking, like, just the fact that he's on the floor makes the Lakers play a little differently than they would if he were off. You know what I mean? Like, when he's on the floor, one of those wing defenders basically has to be in his shirt, you know? I know, but so five, does that open things five up fouls, more? five fouls, and people are just dri- five fouls. People are just driving by him. Like KCP yeah. is driving right by him. I'm just thinking, like when he's on the court, that does have to make things a little bit easier theoretically for Bam and Jimmy Butler, just because just that extra defender can't really help as much because you need to be right on that guy. Totally, but like under normal circumstances, and I don't really, you know. I, it's hard for me to say, but Tyler Hero, I guess in the playoffs and in the bubble, Tyler Hero's kind of been like their backup point guard. Because I was going to say, like, I feel like they're not always playing Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero at the same time. Like, Tyler Hero does the same thing. You know, he spreads the floor, too. Now, having both of them on the floor is huge. But if one of them is an, a complete and utter, like, liability <laughs> on defense and – even with him, you only scored 96 points. So it's not like clearly things are not open, opening up that much for everyone else. He scored yeah. 96 points. Um, you know, part of the reason why the Lakers role players are scoring is because they're being guarded by guys like by him. I mean, Danny Green yeah. and KCP, they, you know, a lot of times that's who's guarding, ends up guarding mm-hmm. You know, looking at the bench scoring, I, I do think I vastly underestimated just how brutal the, the Drogic injury is. They just don't have enough firepower offensively. They didn't tonight, for sure. Like, like Heroes 21, you know, that that would have been bench points. I mean, it doesn't matter where they come from, but they, they needed one more scorer tonight, and uh, it just wasn't there. Yeah, and I hate, to, I hate to, like, even broach this as a possibility, but, like, is – is this just a bad matchup for Bam? Like, when when you had, like, Myers Leonard and Nick are both three-point threats. So at all times, you're playing Jimmy Butler with four shooters. You know, when, once Bam's in, it kind of changes the Lakers' defense because they don't have to worry about that as much. There was also a bunch of times in the first half where they were initiating the offense with Bam, and I'm just like, you know, two games in a row, you scored 114 and 115, with Jimmy Butler initiating every offensive possession and torching them in pick and rolls because those pick and rolls are either with guards or with a big who could shoot. And I hate to say, like, well, you, you obviously, bam, it's bam, right? But, like, matchups make a difference. And Kelly Olenek only played 12 minutes. He didn't look great, but he only took four shots after having 17 points and 24 points in the Heat's two best, you know, uh, offensive outputs Lakers scored 102 they only scored 103 last game 104 I mean it's not like the Lakers offense was much better I'm this is not an argument to like bench bam but it is yeah. a it no, is really it's just it is pointing so, it, out a jam <laughs> well it's also pointing out like the guy hasn't played in two games and comes in and plays 33 minutes after two straight games where you look like you took the momentum in the series, like 
getting a guy back from injury like that, to me, it's like just having him on the floor is a morale boost. But you could you could even out the minutes a little bit because they play like they they played great defense on Anthony Davis last game. It's not like you needed Bam to defend Anthony Davis. He's a better yeah. he, Bam's better. Bam is one of your best players. But sometimes matchups just you know dictate that you have to go differently. And I'm not saying I, I could maybe I, I could be wrong, but they only scored 96 points. That's tough, man. That is that's tough. Jay Crowder was not good. That's part of it. Two for seven. But it's a uh, so we'll see what happens next game. But you know, the, the one of the you know looking forward, actually, Tyler Hero. Let's talk some more about Tyler Hero. He's uh he's gonna be a star, man. I think I've said it enough on this, but he's so good. He's so good, and he's a guy whose confidence is irrational, and and it's kind of perfect. Like you need it, it. is because yeah, it, because he he's just so talented that he can make those difficult shots. Like a lot of he takes shots that a lot of guys you don't want them taking, and and he's effective at it. And then when he does get his open shots or catch and catch and shoot, he's insanely efficient at that. Yeah, he's a star right now, and his ceiling is looks like it might be superstar. I mean that's all semantics, but like I really don't know what a ceiling is. Um, there was the more crazy stats coming out about you know twenty-year-olds in the playoffs. I think he's he tied um, somebody for most consecutive playoff games with double-digit scoring as a twenty-year-old. Like it, it, the way he plays, you just forget that he's twenty years old. And so in five years, you know what is this dude going to look like? It's pretty scary. Yeah, I think he joined like a group of like five other players or four other players to score 300 points in their first playoffs. And it was like a bunch of like hall of famers and Jason Tatum. So what as, Oh, as 20 year olds. Yeah. No, in their first playoff, I think. Oh, in their, Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Like in their first time going to the playoffs. I think that's what it was. I saw the tweet. It was from ESPN stats and info. But either way, yeah, he's he's gonna be he's so he's he's he has a shot to be really very special. To be on a list like that, like when the worst player on the list is Jason Tatum. It's a pretty good list. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good list. Uh but I, I but again, even coming out of this game, get like not like oh you're not like it's not over over, right? Isn't that is that weird to say at three one like uh, I, I hold on. Wait a I'm minute. Wait a minute. Like, hold on. Wait a minute. Before you answer this, before you answer this, I want to point talk out about the Celtics. No, I want to point Celtics, out yeah. that every series in the bubble, you would never say it was over for any series. Denver never said it was over, and you were, and a lot of the, even even with even the Lakers, Denver when it was three one, you wouldn't say it was over. Now you're gonna say it's over. Yeah, I think it's there was a moment, I think with 39 and a half seconds left, Anthony Davis hit a dagger three and LeBron, who wasn't even in the play, Rondo got the assist. LeBron yet let out this roar. They did a slow-mo on it. And LeBron knows the series is over. AD hits the dagger. LeBron isn't even playing well. There that's, is that's crazy there. no way LeBron blows this lead. It's over, in my opinion. It's over. 
that's what I said against Denver. That's what I said against Denver. And you disagreed. For some reason, you said, There's, it's not over. It's not over. But it's over against the Heat. Goran Dragic, yeah, Goran Dragic, <laughs> Goran Dragic warmed up but didn't play. But that, that I mean, next game is not till Friday. Feels like he's going to play Friday. He'll be at full strength. Kevin Garnett says anything's possible. No? He did say that. Yeah, so maybe, uh, dude, I, there's no way. There's no way the Lakers blow this series. It's really that simple in my mind. I, I like. Don't LeBron you want to see me get a verge. tattoo? Of course I do. Oh, I'll be rooting. This has nothing to do with rooting. It's just it. I just don't think LeBron on the verge of his fourth title against a team that's banged up with a three-one lead. It, it it there's no way he lets this thing slip away. Yeah. Yeah. You just it's so crazy man there's so much lebron hate out there i i just like listening to the radio today when i was in the car and seeing stuff on twitter and like there's there's a lot of people who love him too but like oh he's very po- the polarizing is yeah but polarizing just like, as hell. i want the heat to win but i also appreciate what is happening here like we're still watching the best player ever Arguably, about to probably win his fourth title, and like, and and people are gonna make up excuses and reasons and this and that why it happened. I think, and I think the uh, LeBron hater narrative will shift to you know Anthony Davis won this series. He wouldn't have won this ring without Anthony Davis. Which, whatever, and uh, like didn't have to play the Clippers, and you know, like, there's yeah. there's gonna be all these things. I was on, I I I was a. Uh, you know, I was like on a show earlier. I did another podcast earlier, and the guy that was hosting it said, "Like, yeah, you didn't have to play the Clippers. They, the De- Denver. I was like, but okay, he played the best teams. Like the the teams that he ended up playing are the teams that won. And you know, yeah, you could say whatever He's you done. want, but like so those teams, seven game the, the teams that he didn't play, those teams that he did play had to beat the teams that he didn't play. If that makes sense, you yeah. know, like I mean." That that argument holds in like the NCAA tournament where you've got one game, you know, and you know things happen. But these are seven game series. The, in my opinion, you win the seven game series, you are the better team at the time. You know, mm-hmm. you just you just better. Denver was better than the Clippers. They might not have been more talented. They were the better team. Yeah, look, I think coming into this series, it was sort of a no lose situation for the NBA, no matter what happens, because if the Heat win, it's like one of the greatest stories ever. And for the and for the NBA, really, LeBron winning is what they want. So, because they want to oh, keep because yeah. he, I mean, he's their guy. So it's a, but it just it would be cooler if it was more competitive. Even I mean, obviously, the last two games have been competitive, but you know, just this whole thing's gonna end up being marred by the injuries. No matter what happens now, it's gonna be Heat were banged up. So, which sucks for LeBron, sucks for the Heat, but. We'll see. I still think I still I think the Heat win Game Five, dude. Yeah, I, I should. I'm not backtracking on that. The Lakers will win the series, but I definitely think this is going to be a competitive series to the end. Yeah. Um. Like I don't think there's going to be a blowout that ends the series next game. Heat could easily win. Heat could easily force a Game Seven. Yeah. Um. 
we got uh, some good basketball ahead of us. Yeah. Um, that hero shot at the end, big deal, right? Ooh, big deal for us, yeah. But, uh, so what was this? It was six and a half? Seven and a half. In the heat? It closed at seven and a half, I'm sure. Um, got it. I'm not totally sure what we And we picked the heat to cover. It. it was either six and a half or seven and a half. But either way, I mean, we you won. You picked the heat to cover. You you picked the heat to cover, and then you oh yeah, and I convinced you to, to pick the yeah. lake. <laughs> Gotta yeah. love that. I got a lot of. I'm sure there's a. I bet you, there's a lot of people who put money on the heat to cover this game that are fucking losing their minds with enjoy when they saw that going. Yeah. Oh, that that was a beautiful backdoor cover because really it was <laughs> it was like a eight point game with 13 seconds left. And there really wasn't much reason for the heat to foul. Uh, and the heat fouled LeBron. I think he went one of two, whatever. And then, and hero gets this backdoor cover. It's just amazing how dead on Vegas is so often. It yeah. Spe- really is hey, speaking of LeBron, you brought up something to me during the game also. Oh yeah. That yeah. I've been, you I mean, I mean, I don't think this is news to anybody, but LeBron's beard is like, it's so it, there's really, there's really only one way to peer, to put it. Your beard is weird. <laughs> I mean, that guy, that guy it has is a, like fortified with titanium or something. It doesn't move. It's that, it's not even like hair. It's like a, an extension of muscle. I, I don't really know. Yeah, that guy's that guy's got a weird looking beard. And everybody, it's just again, it's like I know at the like the beginning of the bubble, the the thing was like. Don't cut hair, grow out the beard, you know, quarantine this. Dude, we've all been quarantined for a year. You could take care of yourself. Your beard looks so, his beard looks so absurd. Like, it's just. uh, Does not look as absurd as uh, Kelly (laughs) Olenek's. Well, but but the thing, but Kelly Olenek's, everything about him has always looked absurd. Like, that's sort of like his brand. Kind of like Anthony Davis, the brow. Kelly Olenek, looking like an idiot. Like those are their brands. <laughs> like yeah. like yep. those are their brands. But LeBron, I don't think his brand has ever been like weird beard that grows out like like sideways, perfectly like rounded off, but grows outward. It's That's just, what's so weird about it is like it's clearly like meticulously maintained. Like it's, it's not like oh, it's yeah. just out it's, there. It's, it's very well it's, taken care of. But the way it's growing out and round. The way it's rounded off, like it's round yeah. and then growing outward. And this comes from someone who's had, who at one time I had a beard like down to the middle of my chest, very well taken care of. So I understand Good the beard. effort that Good goes, beard, yeah. the, the effort that goes into taking care of a beard like that. But his is, it, I've never seen anything like it. It's very strange. I wonder if he keeps it if they win a title. Interesting. I wonder how much what what the product he puts in it costs so it's probably worth more than than i make in a year it's <laughs> a little little <laughs> i wonder if it's like one of the barbers in the bubble like maybe he has a new barber in the bubble who's like yeah i got this i got something for you <laughs> this is that this is what's hot in the streets the the tight the uh the titanium fortified beard look <laughs> <laughs> is it a Disney barber? Oh no, no, LeBron. No, no. I think the league barber. brought in barbers for that barber shop, like that, oh, or yeah, like yeah. suggested by the players and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy, LeBron, 
Your beard is weird. Do you know what that's from? <laughs> it's from, I don't know what the product is, but it says commercials. Just for men. With, it's a Just for Men commercial yeah, okay, with, just for men. Yeah, with yeah. Clyde Frazier. I should have played the whole commercial. It's Clyde Frazier and Keith Hernandez go to an old folks home to visit Emmett Smith. <laughs> I, I watched it. Now I'm just like thinking back on it. Keith, Clyde Frazier and Keith Hernandez go to an old person's home to visit Emmett Smith, who is in an old person's home because of his beard, I guess. And they just start uh, ragging <laughs> on his beard. Um, but they're like commentators, right? They're all, yeah, yeah. They they're like, like commentators, okay, okay. but they walk in and they're like, "We're here to see Emmett Smith," and then they just start commentating about his beard. Um, that <laughs> it was like, oh man, I should have played the whole thing because I don't remember the other comments. But at one point, after they're ragging on it, it just cuts to a shot, a close up of Emmett Smith, and he goes, "It's bad." <laughs> 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 oh, remember commercials? Whew. Those were great. Yeah. I, I like commercials, to be honest. It's kind of refreshing. <laughs> Listen, commercials are fine. Not when you play the same Snoop Dogg Bad Bunny commercial 50 oh, times. Goodness. Yeah. Or on NFL Sunday when you play the same Baker Mayfield commercial over and over. Like, How about the TikTok one from, oh my God, that TikTok commercial. Which one's like the TikTok seared one? seared into my memory. I'm not going to sing the song, but it's like, it's this girl singing and it's all these... There's like an Asian man who like swings across the bed, and I guarantee you the <laughs> listeners. I guarantee you is the it, listeners the, know the TikTok commercial. I'm talking is it about. where there's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I probably do too. Is it it's there's a, a song a that plays over and over? Yeah, yeah. Is it the, a, the this little light of mine, like the remix no. to this little light of mine? Because no, there's there's that. a commercial that they play over and over where it's like a remix. It's like this little light of mine. I'm going to let it it play it over and over like the same commercial. And the song has been stuck in my head for, for the entire playoffs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find the, like, the TikTok let commercial. It shine, we'll let it shine. Let it shine. I thought maybe that was it. Cause that commercial plays a lot. You know what they it's have been bad. rolling out now is the J Balvin McDonald's meal commercial, which I'm excited and, about because Travis Scott shouldn't be the only one who gets a McDonald's meal. Dude. I, I caught some flack from my girlfriend today because I didn't know who Jay Balvin was. Who is it? I don't know who that I know, is. Bro. I know he is an artist, like a musician of some okay. sort. I don't know anything Literally about Literally never him. heard of him. So I was kind of concerned. I like to, I mean, I'm. He's huge, apparently. Okay. I didn't know who Bad Bunny was until the Super Bowl. And apparently he's like one of the biggest artists on the planet. So. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know who that is, except that he's in Corona commercials. Um. All right. Last thing. The one other thing we talked about during the game was, uh, the challenge and you brought up like when the Lakers made their challenge that if you win the challenge, you should get, you should keep it, which I totally agree with. But I also think like, it's not, it's not the rule. Frank Vogel up one, you're challenging in the up one in the second quarter, you're challenging an out of bounds call. Like, you know what? If you're going to make a dumb decision, challenge a play win or lose, you shouldn't get it. That's a dumb challenge. It was. It really was. So yeah, if we're we're on the same page about the rule, I think that's crazy yeah. that if you prove the refs are wrong, that you don't get to do it again when they inevitably mess up. But 
Yeah, if I was a head coach in the NBA, I, I'm not using that challenge until less than three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Well, there's different circumstances. Like if LeBron had three fouls and you were letting him play and he picked up his fourth, good... fourth foul with like a minute left in the second challenge, you got to challenge just in case like yeah. you have to. But that's it. It's You can't challenge a non-foul call that early in the game. I guess yeah. the philosophy is, you know, every possession counts and at the end of the day, but I, but that I don't agree with but it. But yeah. there was no impact. Like, the ball went out of bounds. Play defense. The Heat get the ball back, play defense. Yeah. You know? Um, and then you get the ball, and the, and Rondo ma- misses a three or whatever. <laughs> like, so you, we totally wasted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was So, like, yeah, I agree with you, and I get it. It's frustrating the way the rules are. But also, like... I don't get frustrated about it if the coaches are bad decisions. Like, that's just a yeah. bad decision. Um, yeah. Well, oh, one thing, two things, quick. We don't even have to really talk about them. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. Left an $8,000 tip for the hotel cleaning staff in the bubble. I don't know what's going on in the world. I hated Jimmy Butler. Now I love Jimmy Butler. I hate Russell Westbrook. But this is awesome. Good dude. Yeah, it's cool Clearly a good dude. Guy who's a guy who seems like a complete asshole. Obviously a pretty good dude. Eight thousand dollars is nothing to him, but to a hotel cleaning staff in in Disney World, probably a couple weeks pay. Yeah, like even split Classy. up. Even split up. Classy move. Um, and then the other thing, Alvin Gentry hired as the associate head coach of the Kings. So. What is the over-under on how long until he is the head coach of the Kings? 30 games. Trade deadline? 30 games? 30 games, I'll say. Okay. I mean, Buddy Heald apparently is, like, ignoring Luke Walton's texts (laughs) or something and wants to be traded already, and... So I could definitely see Luke Walton being an annoying texter. Let me tell you something. won't stop. When you hire a guy like Alvin Gentry to be your associate head coach, that's a backup plan. Mm-hmm. You're hiring him. I mean, he's a great assistant coach, obviously, but that's a that is a backup plan hire. That's like yeah. you're it, the leash is short now, Luke. Yeah, because we got that's it. Because like, we got Alvin. Like when you're talking about a guy's seat being hot, that's like electric chair hot. Oof. It's it's Oof. hot. Yeah, he's burning up. Uh, all right. Well, we will be back tomorrow morning. The game's not till Friday, so uh, we'll probably preview Game Five a little bit. <laughs> Alex's Whoa. cat just jumped up on his computer. That if we cool. get a little meow here. Huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? That um, was pretty good. So we will we'll be back in the morning, uh, tomorrow morning, and we will uh, we'll preview the game and whatever else comes out from these next couple days. Well, obviously, hopefully, we'll have a more of an update on Goron too. So, something. See you tomorrow. Later.